In this episode, I'm going to prepare you for how to handle this next season. I'm going to encourage you on how to keep your faith, keeping your eyes focused ahead of you, and how to stand strong even when it feels like things are crumbling around you. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of Liberty Before Lipstick. Today, I want to take a break from things happening in our country, and I want to encourage you. I want to uplift your spirits. I want to talk about some things that God has put on my heart and talk about some truths that I hope will leave you feeling renewed after you listen to this episode. After the last year, I know many people listening to this are feeling defeated. You're feeling drained. You're exhausted. You just want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm an eternal optimist, so even in the darkest of times, I always know everything is going to turn out for the better. God keeps me strong. He keeps me with the spirit of peace, the spirit of joy. And it doesn't mean it's always easy. I struggle like everyone else, but God has given me the gift of encouragement. Don't know why he chose me, but I always want to be a light in the darkness whenever I can. So that's what I want to do in today's episode. First and foremost, if you're feeling defeated, drained, exhausted, just know you're not alone. There are millions of people feeling the same way. To make it through this next season, you're going to need to put on the full armor of God. This is something I have reminded anyone who tunes into my social media platforms that this is absolutely necessary. So I want to talk a little bit more about the armor of God. And even if you are not a Christian, not a Jesus follower, I really hope you take a listen. What we're experiencing right now is heavy spiritual warfare. This is a battle of good versus evil. You see, what we're in right now is a temporary place. Heaven is our eternal home. The Bible talks time and time again of how we will face trials and tribulations and how we will be persecuted here if you follow Jesus. What we're experiencing at this time is perhaps the biggest spiritual battle of our lives. I believe we're living right in the middle of a biblical story. Living in a time where culture is predominant over kingdom, when man's word trumps God's word, when people are given facts and truth, yet they mistake it as a lie. I've been reminded the last couple of months, time and time again, of Isaiah 520, which says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. A day hasn't passed in the last couple of months where I've seen people say, we're living in an upside down world right now. Nothing feels real. We're experiencing corruption in our government, in businesses, being brought to the surface, yet nothing seems like it's happening. We're seeing lies be called truth and truth be called lies. We're seeing brother against brother, friend against friend, family member against family member. You're seeing people being persecuted for their beliefs, for their views. Reports have gone up that now there are underground churches in Canada because churches aren't allowed to open. As we saw in the last week, a church was fenced up so that no one could go in it. The pastor put in jail and fined. People are having to meet to worship in secret in Canada. That's what reports are saying. This is happening now. These are biblical-sized things happening right now. When you find yourself going through an impossibly hard season where it feels like you just want some relief, when are things going to get better? 
You know, it's like that saying, when it rains, it pours, and it seems like everything is going wrong at once. The first thing you should do is pick up your Bible. Often, I don't think people realize how important their Bible is in those moments, how impactful prayer can be in those times, and we try to handle everything ourselves. We say, oh, I can handle it. I'll fix it. I'll figure it out. I got it. But in reality, without God, we don't got anything. We can't fix anything without God. And it's so easy to get caught up in the culture, to get caught up in day-to-day life, in work, that we don't go to God with our problems. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Isaiah 40, 31 is one of my favorite verses that says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The Bible is covered in verse after verse after verse, telling you that God wants you to put all of your stress, anxiety, and worries onto him, to have faith in him, that he will take care of you. I always remind myself in hard seasons that if God is for us, who could be against us? When you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted mentally, physically, look up. Remember, God has not forsaken you. I want to read to you a little bit more on the full armor of God. And I want to talk about this because there is so much power in the Bible, in the gospel, in God's word, in his truths. And to get through this season, you need to be reminding yourselves of these truths and to be getting into your Bible every single day. If it's not something you've made time for, start making time for it today. Don't wait. Do it today. In Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about Christian warfare. I want to read from the King James Version, which I'll explain because I know sometimes it can be a little hard to understand, but this has currently been the translation I've been reading the most. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, the utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Let's break down the armor of God from top to bottom, starting with the helmet of salvation. Believing that Jesus died for your sins and rose again is putting on the helmet of salvation. Jesus died for you and for me. God gave his only begotten son to die for our sins. So the helmet of salvation will protect your mind, believing in Jesus Christ. The breastplate of righteousness. This is being honest, humble, good, the best you can be to others, 
and it means standing up for weaker people, being a voice for the voiceless, aiming every day to be like Jesus. The belt of truth. Truth is what sets us all free. Fear is what evil uses as their weapon, and truth is ours. Truth keeps you from believing lies. The lies of the devil, lies of evil people. Deception is what evil and corrupt people use. It's what the devil uses. Knowing the truth, which is God's truth, prevents you from giving in to the lies of the world, the lies of culture, for submitting to man instead of submitting to God. Truth keeps us from giving in to the beliefs of the world. You should arm yourself to always search for truth, to defend the truth, and to know God's truth. Feet prepared with the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace is being right with God and being content and at peace during troubled times because through Jesus, we have positional peace. Getting into the Bible, knowing what God says when you go through troubled times and keeping your feet prepared with the gospel of peace. Jesus said in the Bible, peacemakers were blessed. While the world may fight to get the best of you, to bring out the worst parts in you, keep your ground Remember God's promises, remember his word, and always strive to be a peacemaker. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is our offense. When we tell other people about the gospel, what God's word says, they die to themselves and live for God. When you give your life to God, you see the world very differently. I believe they use the spirit as the sword in the armor of God because that is our offensive weapon. Sharing God's truth so that people can see who they were made in the image of, who their creator is, and to give their life to Jesus. And lastly, the shield of faith. The shield of faith protects you from anything that comes your way. Any lies from the devil, any deception, everything will be deflected off of your shield. Because having faith in God means you know God's promises. You know that he wins every battle. You know God is the most high. We walk by faith, not by sight. And that faith in God protects you when you're tempted, when you feel doubtful, when you feel confused. This faith is what protects you against anything that comes your way. Take up the shield of faith. I didn't truly understand until I started walking with Jesus as an adult how important the Bible was, how much power is held in the gospel. And in order for us to defend ourselves in spiritual warfare, we have to put on the full armor of God. And we have to know what the Bible says, who Jesus is, his promises, his truths. We need to know what the Bible says, what the gospel says. How can we preach the gospel and preach the good news of Jesus to other people if we don't know what it says? And it's sad to say, but I think there are a lot of God's truths that many Christians and Jesus followers don't know because the church hasn't taught them. The devil was kicked out of heaven because he wanted to be God so badly. We would be naive to think the devil hasn't infiltrated parts of the church. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be him so badly he was kicked out. You don't need anyone to talk to God. You can talk to him any time that you want. In Psalms 145.18, it says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. 1 John 5.14 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Jeremiah 29, 12, 13 says, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. 
And these are just a few verses. The Bible is covered in life, in truth. And to get through this next season, we should all be wrapping ourselves in this truth. I'll be the first to share with you, this has not been an easy season and it's not been an easy year. Many people only post on social media their highlight reel or things that they want to share, but that's not real life most of the time. Without God, I would be a mess. I don't know how I would get through everything that gets thrown at me in life. Something I like to do in the evenings before bed after I read my Bible is I'll write a verse on a sticky note and I'll put it on my mirror so that the first thing I wake up to in the morning when I brush my teeth is I see that verse sitting there. And every night I'll replace it with a new one. I put all the sticky notes in my drawer and next thing you know, you have a full book of amazing verses. The great thing about God's truth in the Bible, you can never get enough of it. Every time you open up that book, the gospel, there's something new that unveils the mystery of God that shows you how much he cares about you, how much he loves you. Even if you've gone away from God, even if you are unsure about who he is, but you're interested, he loves you and he's waiting to hear from you. And in seasons of trials and tribulations and hard seasons, God is right there. He collects every tear. He has never forsaken you or me. He's always right there with us, fighting our battles, even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it. And that's something so important, to know that God is always right next to you. He is for you. He is not against you. And because he is for you, there is no one that can be against you. Everything in life is engineered to pull us away from God, to distract us, to keep us busy, to keep us arguing, to keep us fighting, to keep us running through the maze of life, to never take a second to stop and to pray, to stop and to take care of ourselves, to stop the busyness of life and to just be silent with God. Spiritual warfare is indeed a battle. It's a battle of the mind and the spirit. I look back to hard seasons of my life, whether it's heartache or just tough seasons, and often those things hurt more than physical pain. It is a spiritual war. In addition to God's truth is the power of prayer. I pray like I breathe. I mean, I'm praying all day, every day, whether it's in my head or out loud, I'm always praying. If you're going through a hard season right now, my question to you is, have you asked God for help yet? If there's something you haven't been able to fix, something you keep wondering, when am I going to see the light at the end of the tunnel? Have you asked God for help yet? I say that because it's so easy for us to go through things, like I said earlier, and just try to deal with it ourselves. I ask God for help all day, from if I'm having a headache all the way up to really big problems. I'm always asking God to guide me, to give me strength, to give me wisdom, to give me peace, to give me joy, to help me get through this day. Because every day that we wake up, that we have God-given breath in our lungs, that we can breathe, we're a part of God's story. And he's written our story before we were ever born. The world and the culture has a way of weighing us down, weighing our spirits down, weighing us down mentally. Social media has been a tool that has made so many people feel bad about their lives and their circumstances in comparing themselves to other people. Everything is psychological because if they can get your mind down, if they can get you distracted, it pulls you away from God. But instead of letting the world and the culture pull you away from God, how about you let it pull you closer to God? Anytime that doubt, confusion starts creeping into your mind, 
Remember, the devil is a liar. He is the master of deception. So in that lie, he has just told you the truth. So the next time the devil tells you you're not good enough, remember, I am good enough through God. We live in a society where the culture tells you again and again, you are good enough. And then you go home, you tell yourself you're good enough, but you still feel empty. And I'm going to tell you why that is. I can do a whole episode on this if you guys want me to. The truth is alone, none of us are good enough. Through God, we are enough. I'll be honest, I even fell for the whole you are enough thing through the culture for a long time until I realized it was missing something. It's you are enough with Christ because alone we are nothing. Through God, anything is possible. Like the Bible says, with man, things are impossible. With God, everything is possible. Have you ever wondered why the media, the mainstream Hollywood, any of these big corporations, they never tell you your worth through Jesus. They might say, oh, well, we stay out of faith and politics, but as we've seen the last year, none of these companies have stayed away from politics. They've pushed every cultural agenda the mainstream pushes. When you separate yourself from the culture, from the news, from the mainstream, and you go back to your Bible, to the truth, the one truth you have is God's truth, you will feel your spirit lifted to a whole nother level. As I've dealt with my own trials and tribulations, as I wrap myself in the Bible, as I dig into the word, I block out all of the world's noise and I focus on Jesus, not on the storm. Everything becomes more clear. I find myself wrapped in this bubble of peace, of joy, of faith, of hope, of strength, of boldness, because God has given that to me. And he will also give it to you. All you must do is ask. God will always take care of you, even through the hard times. If you're feeling overwhelmed, turn off the TV, turn off social media, turn off your phone if you can. Spend some time with God in prayer in your Bible, go outside. Nature is something that helps me personally so much. Going outside when it's a beautiful day, taking the dogs for a walk, taking my Bible out, sitting underneath a tree, reading, taking time to just sit and be still, to be with God. Also, spending time with family. How many times do we go out with family and friends and we're all on our phones the entire time? And then you realize we never actually spent any time talking. Turn off your phones, turn off the media, turn off the news, turn off the TV. Have some time just being in the world, being in nature. Do something for yourself. Go to a coffee shop, spend some time with your animals, with your children, your family, your loved ones. Disconnect for a little bit. We live in a fast, digitally driven society right now. Tells you to work, work, work. You're never doing enough more content, more posts, more money, more work. Everything pushes you away from the fundamentals of who God made us to be. We weren't created to work 40, 80 hour work weeks, to be stressed and confused all the time, to go onto social media and feel like nothing is ever enough. We were created in the image of God. We are sons and daughters of the King. We were created to have communities, to love each other, to be peacemakers with each other. Don't let the world distract you. Don't let the noise distract you. I'll leave you with this scripture, which is something that has popped up in my life time and time again. Romans 8.28. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Remember to whom you belong. 
Remember to have faith in God and his mighty power. All you need is the faith of a mustard seed because it's not the amount of faith you have. It's who you place your faith in, which is Jesus, which is God. He is the almighty and he can do anything. No situation or circumstance is too big for God. He's never lost a battle. So what makes you think that's going to change now? His truth tells us he will always reign as king. He sits on the throne in heaven as king. So let's wait. Let's watch. Let's be expectant and faithful for what God's about to do next. Thanks for tuning in to episode 10 of Liberty Before Lipstick. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to give it a download, subscribe, like, and follow this podcast. Also, share it with a friend. Send it to someone who needs some encouragement. We can spread this message far and wide. If you want to support my work, make sure to head over to makemakeupgreatagain.com. You can also give me a follow on YouTube and Instagram at Amanda Ensing. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. God bless, and I'll catch you in Tuesday's brand new episode.